Hey y'all, good morning. Good morning, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. Hey y'all, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Oh my goodness, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. <laughs> Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. <laughs> Can you put that in the comments this morning? Greater is he that is in us. Good morning, Nia. Good morning, Jerrica. Good morning, my Renaissance grandma. Good morning, Cherie. Good morning, Masa. Good morning, Renee. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Malisha. Good morning, Balda. Good morning, Cherie. Good morning. I may be repairing Kirby. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Keidra. How you doing this morning? Thank you for encouraging them to share. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Hey, Insta. Hey, YouTube. Let's share the video I'm going to share. I had to shut my device down for a second so that I could begin to share. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Lavenda. Good morning, Julia. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome into this place. Oh, thank you, Shakuti. You're always so sweet. You have been on my life that I've known you, but you are so, so sweet. Um, good morning, good morning. Come on, put that in the comments. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That tells me that makes you more than a conqueror. Ooh, that takes that tells me whatever circumstance and situation that may be occurring in your life, right? That you were created to overcome. Ooh, when the great one is inside of you, that tells me that you have the mind of Christ. Come on, my God. You just got to have your eyes open to the understanding of who God has called you to be. Can you do me another favor this morning? Write in your comments, Lord, open my eyes. Come on, y'all. Lord, open my eyes. You just got to get your eyes open woo, so that you can see how God sees. Put, Come on, we confess and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Come on. And then, Lord, open my eyes. Just ask him this morning, Lord, I need you to open my eyes. Woo, I need to see myself as you see me. Ooh, I need to see my situation as you see it. I need to see my children as you see it. I need to see my marriage as you see it. Lord, open my eyes. Oh gosh. Open my eyes. Open my eyes to the resurrection power that lives inside of me. Open my eyes. Oh my God. So that I see beyond my circumstance and my situation. Oh my God. Open my eyes, Lord God, so that I walk woo, in a manner that is worthy. Woo, come on, y'all, of how you call me. Woo, my God. Oh, my God. That's that that's in a manner of which you call me. I, I don't want to live in any manner than that's less than myself. Ooh, that's less than what God has said about me. I remember there was a season in my life 
um, can I just be honest with you, that I had settled. Come on, y'all, that I had settled, that I had decided that this was God's very best for me. And when I was in it, I'm sharing, y'all, my stuff was locked out for a second. And when I had decided um, to settle, I wasn't walking in the manner that was worthy of, ooh, come on, my God, I hear you, that I wasn't walking in the manner that was worthy of what God had said about me or who God had called me. I had just resolved that this was the end of Lakeisha. And I'm talking about degreed up um, in a place that I thought was a good place. You know, um, I was equating uh, who I was to what I had achieved. <laughs> and then every time, can I be honest, every time something happened or occurred, um, that did not, um, uh, because I wasn't rooted and grounded. Ooh, come on. You got to be rooted and grounded in his love because I would, I wouldn't, I wasn't rooted, grounded in his love. I wasn't rooted and grounded in his word. Like I had some surface level word, but if I really had the root of the word inside of me, I would have never settled. And when God began to reveal to me, there was right, right, way, 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 way more to you um, than you even know. Um, who I called you to be the, is not the sum total of the evidence of what you think is the greatest version of you. Ooh! And you have grown complacent and you have decided, oh, okay, I've accomplished these things and I'm just going to settle here. And here I am, Shonda, working inside saying there's way more to you than this. Ooh! Come on, come on. You can speak to yourself like that. Speak to yourself. There is way more to me than this. And I don't even know what this is. Remember, we meditated Psalms 139 and 15 and 16. And he talked about how he formed us and he talked about how he knitted us. And as David was writing this out, the extension of who I am, even at another capacity, began to open my eyes. And so something that I pray daily, uh, something that I pray daily is now, Lord, bring me into my destiny. Woo! Bring me, bring me into my destiny. Lord God, what, what do you long for me to do today? Uh, what do you long, uh, Jesus, what do you want me to do? What do you want to do for me today? Ooh, Jesus, Jesus, what do you want to do for me today? Right? Because the promise of God is yes and amen. What do you want to do for me today? Who, who do you see me? What path do I need to take today? Um, bring me into my destiny. Allow me, help me to live the very best life that you have for me. Do not allow me to settle. Do not allow me to be complacent. Do not allow me to tap up out. Wake up the dead things in me. Woo! Jesus, y'all, I'm going down. Wake up the dead things in me. Ooh, come on. Wake up the dead things in me. My God, if um, if your word makes me alive, if your word quickens me, if your word sharpens me, if your word um, is sharper than a two-edged sword and dividing, come on, that's Hebrews, uh, dividing what soul and what spirit 
Bring me into the spirit of God, the knowledge of God. Show me your glory. Let me walk in your glory. Let me be a glory to carry. Lord, don't leave me. Let your presence bring me. Bring me into the fullness of Lakeisha. Oh, come on. Bring, 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 Lord, bring Tristan into the fullness of Tristan. Bring Yara into the fullness of Yara. Bring Constance into the fullness of Constance. Bring Julia into the fullness of Julia. Don't, do not take your presence away from me. Um, do, I cannot, if your presence is not there, um, we not, I'm not going to be good. I need your presence to be with me. I need your presence to be in my conversation. I need your presence to be in my text messages. I need your presence to be with me. Woo! Sharpen me. Woo! Sharpen me. Sharpen me. Fine tune me. My God. Prune me so that I can produce more fruit. Woo! I don't want to leave an impression on this earth, right? I don't want to leave an impression on this earth. Um, um, of someone that doesn't leave. I was talking to a man, a man, a guy yesterday. My God, his legacy is so rich. And his legacy is so rich. And he was telling me about somebody who was trying to say, you think and was reducing him to this particular place. You just trying to leave a certain legacy. And as I was listening to him, I was like, we, if the inheritance is supposed to be left up for our children and our children's children, then we should be leaving legacy. I'm like, we should be leaving legacy. Lord God, give me a legacy type mindset. Woo, come on, put it in your comments. Give me a legacy type mindset. Fully awaken me to Lakeisha. Woo, fully awaken me to what it means to be your daughter. Fully awaken to me, awaken me to what it means to be a child of God. My God, don't let any dead places, dead things be inside of me. Create in me, come on, a clean heart and renew in me a steadfast spirit. Let me talk how you talk. Let me walk how you walk. Let me be full of compassion. Let me be full of grace. Let me be full of understanding. And then y'all know I talk like me and don't let me be petty. Come on. Put it in your nose. And Lord, don't let me be petty. Do not let me be petty. Do not let me be easily offended. When I was complacent, I was also easily offended, offended about everything. And I, the Lord had to come to me and tell me like offense is a decision. Offense is a choice, right? Yeah, that was powerful. Give me a legacy mindset. See, a legacy mindset goes beyond today. Woo! And I just began to talk to myself like this. I I was inspired by the spirit of the Lord to talk to myself differently, to look at life differently. Lord, mature me. Oh, come on, y'all. Lord, mature me. Lord, mature me. Let me walk in a more mature me because I want to walk in a manner that is worthy of what you call me to do. I don't want to be in my assignment haphazardly. I don't want people when they encounter me, they encounter some version. There is an authentic side of me that I don't know that's been tainted by culture, that has um, some embarkings of how I was raised. And I don't want to be distracted into the old version of me. Come on. Julia said, free me of complaining. Come on. I don't want to be locked in into the old version of me. My God, I don't want to be even 
in last season me. Woo! Show me this season me. Show me, show me this season me. Put a guard over my mouth. Woo! So that life is what spews out of me. Put a guard over my mouth. My God, when, when God said in the beginning of Genesis, and he said, you know what? I created man in my own image. Come on, y'all. I made I created man in my own image. My God, I want to be in the image of you. I don't want to be in a mindset, um, living in the image or bearing the image. I want to be your image bearer. Woo! Come on. Come on. I want to be your image bearer. So let me pull off the grave clothes. Let me pull off the complacent mindset. Let me pull off the negativity. Let me pull off the chronic warrior. Let me pull off. Come on. Jesus do a greater work in me. Woo! Come on. Put that in your comments this morning. Jesus do a greater work in me. And guess what? When you start talking like that, especially daily, those are prayers. Those are confessions. Do you know what will begin to happen? The resurrection power. See, the First of all, the angels respond to the word of God. Your spirit responds to what's like God and what's like Christ. Your spirit doesn't respond to the complaining, to the murmuring, because the Lord had told us not to do those things. Your, the, your spirit doesn't respond to the uh, wicked imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That's not what your spirit man responds to. The Holy Spirit is activated when we speak like God, when we talk like God, when we walk like God, when the words of our mouth. God, can I tell y'all something? I'm reading something right now. Oh, my coffee is good. Uh, I'm reading something right now. And in the book, it remind me, reminded me, God never created with his hands. Ooh, come on. System shut down and system reload. Ooh, come on. System shut down. The old system shut down and give me a system reload. God never created with his hands. God created with his mouth. Ooh, come on. So if God didn't create with his hands and God created with his mouth and I'm made in the image of God, then what's coming out of this mouth? Ooh, come on. It's creating my reality. Ooh, what's coming out my mouth is creating my situation. What's coming out of my mouth is forming my belief system. And probably what's coming out of my mouth. Come on, y'all. I'm giving you scripture this morning. My, what's coming out my mouth is most likely what's in my heart. So, Father God, do heart surgery. Oh, my God. Do heart surgery on me. There are some things in me that I know don't belong here. Do heart surgery on me Woo! so that the things that are in me that have been pushing up out of me and coming out of my mouth that do not align with your word, that do not align with your purpose, that do not align with how you created me. Lord, do heart surgery on me. Woo, my God. So that the better version and the greater way that you have called me 
comes alive in me. There are some things that have been spewing out of me. There are some things that I'm locked into. There are some things that I have believed that do not even align with what you have said about me. There is a less than version of me that keeps showing up, that's intimidated, that's insecure, Oh, that won't be bold. And I need the me you created in me to come alive. Let me give you this scripture this morning. I need the me that you created in me to come alive. And there is, you're not, I say this all the time, but I mean it. You're not stuck. You're not stuck. I don't, and I don't care how late it is. You're just not stuck. And we were created to do good works. For everybody waiting on Jesus to return, you still supposed to be occupying until he comes. You still supposed to be discipling until he gets here. There is an assignment for you to fulfill. We are not just to sit around idly and ask for Jesus' return and not do nothing else. You are to be working in the kingdom of God here on earth give you this the lord has really been dealing with me about second chances that he is bringing back opportunities that he is restoring that he is resetting he just keeps dealing with me about this like there is an open door there's opportunities for second chances i'm bringing back some things that you thought were dead were alive um and weren't alive so here this is the scripture. He always backs up what he tells me in scripture. So this is the scripture that he's given me. And Jesus was in a season of miracles. <laughs> and the people were experiencing a series of miracles. <laughs> Come on. They were using a series of miracles. I'm going to Mark the fifth chapter. I'm going to Mark. And there was six. The, wind, the, the disciples had experienced the winds and the waves obeying him. Just let me set this up for a second. I hope you leave encouraged today. The, the disciples were experiencing the winds and the waves, uh, waves obeying him, right? And then Jesus comes to a place where the demons are driven out by Jesus, Ooh! and they are sent into the pigs, into the sea. Ooh! Come on. And this man had had an unclean spirit for so long. Ooh! Come on, y'all. And so that happened. And then the next part of what we get ready to see the woman with the issue of blood, and y'all know how I feel about her, because she pressed out of comfort and pressed woo, into a divine moment with God. And then God began to speak to me, and he just started talking to me. He was like, I'm bringing you into a season. Woo! And for all of those who have the faith to believe, come on, Lakeisha, there are some things that you have counted dead that are not dead yet. Oh, come on, y'all. There are some things that you have counted out that you have qualified as out and they are not dead yet. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay. So the woman with the suffering of blood, he heals her, come on. Jairus, come on, was trying to tell him, hey, my little daughter needs you. Come on now, come lay hands on her. On the way to Jairus's, Jairus, Jairus's house, then he encounters the woman with the issue of blood who pressed in to get what she needs, right? Um, as a matter of fact, the power of her press was so intense that Jesus flipped around and said, somebody touched me. And the disciples were like, what do you mean? Who touched you? There's so many people out here. And Jesus is like, nah, this touch a little bit different. And I always interpreted it as 
Faith pulled on Jesus. Come on, y'all. So we see this happen. And then the woman with the issue of blood, she gets healed. And then we get to this situation. Come on, y'all. My God. Um, that it appears. It says, but I'm going to go to the 32nd verse, Mark 5, 32nd. It says, but he was looking around to see who had done this. The woman with fear and trembling, knowing what happened to her, came and fell down. Daughter, he said, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be healed from your affliction. Right? While he was still speaking, came from the synagogue leader's house and said, man, your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? They reported what they saw. We're not going to blame them. <laughs> Come on, y'all. They reported what they saw. We're we not going to blame them. <laughs> they they only said what they saw. Woo! Come on. He says, well, why are you speaking people from the synagogue leader's house and said, your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? When Jesus overheard, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You ought to start thanking God now. You ought to start thanking God now. You ought to start saying, Jesus, thank you for overhearing <laughs> beyond what is being said. Woo! Thank, thank you for knowing the value of my life. Thank, thank you for understanding who I am. Thank you for overhearing. Woo! Come on, y'all. Beyond what was said. <laughs> Thank you for overhearing, Yara, beyond what was said. Y'all, I want to shout and run through this house. Thank you for hearing beyond what it said. He says, your daughter is dead. When Jesus overheard, woo, come on, what was said, he told the synagogue leader, don't be afraid. <laughs> come on. He told the synagogue leader, he said, don't be afraid. Woo, you ought to assert that in your life today. You ought to assert that in your situation as if Jesus is speaking to you right now. Don't be afraid. Ooh, fear not. He told the disciples when he was in the boat. He said, fear not. Yeah, Patsy Press. He said, fear not, for I'm with you. Ooh, come on. He told him. He said, he told the singer, he said, don't be afraid. The next part of this, he says, only believe. And this is what I like, because I think this is so significant and power in this powerful in this season. When you are going into a situation where you know the Lord is about to open up a door and provide a second chance or do something for you um, or do something for you that appeared to be dead, that appeared like it couldn't happen, that appeared stuck. Um, that it seemed like it had not happened in years. It just, like, this is the season. This is the moment. This is Kairos. This is this is when the um, all the, the things in the spirit realm converge with what's going on in the natural realm. So this is what he said. He said, he did not let anyone accompany him. <laughs> Woo! Come on. Can I tell you something? He did not let anyone accompany him except peter james john peter james and john james brother he didn't let in he didn't take he's mm -mm. he was i don't know why he didn't take all the other disciples but every time i read this scripture i know for a fact in every season when i have had to press into another level of faith i'm just telling you about me in every season when i have had to press into another level of faith everybody even though they may have been connected even though they were still involved these was this was not me abandoning folks this was not people abandoning me this were not i'm not gonna, oh, these are the people that can't go with me no but when i had to press into a certain level and press into a certain space and press into a certain situation there were only certain type of people 
Y'all, I'm trying not to go down. There were only a certain type of people who could go with me. Can I tell you something? When you're trying to spring forth, when you're trying to leap, when you believe in that the resurrection power is about to bring something back to, back to life, you need some people that will go with you, that trust like you. You don't need nobody walking with you that is so consumed with what they see. I'm just being real. You need somebody that's going to faith with you. You need somebody that's going to talk like you. You need somebody that's going to say what you're going to say. You need somebody that's going to press you back into the presence of God. You need somebody who's going to come along and say, there is more inside of you. So I don't know. I'm personally telling you in this next part of your season, hand pick who walks close to you. Woo! Oh my God. Hand pick who walks close to you. Hand pick who's around you. And I know this is so significant because let me show you what he did next. He said they came to the leader's house and he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing. Can I tell you something? This was not unusual. In this time, they even had paid uh, uh, paid funeral people who would attend the funeral and express grief, right? But for this environment, <laughs> for this environment, Ebony, for this environment, this type of mourning, you don't need no, can I, can I speak this prophetically? Yes. You don't need nobody who going to mourn the old you. <laughs> you don't need nobody who is going to mourn the old you. You don't need nobody who's going, who's still mourning over what didn't happen. You don't need nobody who's still focused on what didn't happen or what happened. You don't need anybody. He says, he says, he says, he come in, he went in and he said to them, why are you making a commotion and weeping? Woo, come on, my God. He said, because can I tell you what the morning signified? The morning signified in this case, unbelief. <laughs> the grief over the old, my God, of what was thought was dead signified unbelief, right? And the king of glory, the king of glory, the king of glory, had it was on the scene to heal. Jesus was there to cause hope. He was not there to mourn. So Jesus said to them, he said, the child is not dead, but asleep. Come on. They laughed at him, but he put them all outside. Come on. He said, the child is not dead, but asleep. And then the people laughed at them. So Jesus said, oh, y'all got to go. <laughs> you, 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 your, your faith, your lack of faith, woo, your lack of faith is disturbing something in my atmosphere. <laughs> Y'all like, your lack of faith is this, like, your lack of faith ain't what I can afford to be connected to. You may not see the situation as I see the situation, but Julia, the Lord spoke a word to me and said to me, this ain't dead yet. <laughs> This ain't dead yet. This is the word spoke. A, the Lord spoke a word to me and said, "This ain't dead yet." The 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 Holy Spirit impressed in me hope. 
right? To tell me that this ain't dead yet. So Jesus said to them, he said, the child is not dead, but asleep. I, I, I come on y'all. He said, not asleep. They laughed at him. So he put them all outside. He took the child's father. He took the child's mother and those were with them and entered the place where the child was. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kume, which is translated, little girl, I say, get up. <laughs> see, this word does something to me. Because see, I got an immediately expectation for what God is about to do in my life. I got an immediate, immediately expectation for what God is about to do in your life. See, I got a faith right now for the impossible. I got a faith right now that God can turn around an adverse situation and perfect it to what it needs to be for my life in this season. I got a faith right now that says to me, if the Lord says, I'm about to present, I'm opening doors, Renee. I'm opening doors, Crystal. I'm opening doors and provided opportunities of things that you thought were shut. I got to know faith in me to believe the next part of what the verse says, which is immediately. <laughs> Woo! Immediately, Rosalind, it says immediately the girl got up and began to walk as they were utterly astounded. Then he gave them strict orders that no one should know about this and told her, give them something to eat. Can I tell you something? When we focus, woo, come on, when we focus, my God, the people who laughed at him failed to realize who Jesus was. Even though miracles, signs, and wonders have been done all around him, the people who laughed, Vanessa, the people who laughed, Jasmine, the people who laughed, Key, the people who laughed, my God, he said, they, they failed to realize the supernatural state of Jesus. So when the Lord says to us, Tristan, when the Lord says to us, Constance, this is a season of open doors. This is a season where I'm getting ready to align your life with your destiny. There are some things that I have to bring back to you that you thought were dead, but I'm getting ready to open your heart been faithful. Come on. You ain't been perfect, but you've been faithful. Because some of us will sit around and justify, well, why should I have this? Because you've been faithful. Woo! Come on. And he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek you because you've been faithful. You ain't been perfect. I ain't been perfect. But you've been faithful. <laughs> and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Come on, y'all. Let me confess over you. Let me pray and then confess. Father God, thank you for the word today, <laughs> for your resurrection power being placed on every individual under the sound of my voice. Thank you for open doors. Thank you for second chances. Thank you for re realigning our lives so that we could walk in the fullness of our destiny. Woo! We drive out the spirit of confusion. We drive out the spirit of complacency. We cancel the assignment of the enemy on our minds and we tell doubt. Oh my God, 
you got to get out. <laughs> you got to get out. Doubt, you have to go. Lord God, help us with our unbelief. Help us to see how you see. Help us to say what you say in Jesus' name. Woo! Amen. Let me, so I wrote these out this morning. Um, the Lord was dealing with me about favor. I'm in a couple of groups where we just text and encourage each other. And God has just really been dealing with me about the favor of God and really what favor occurs or causes, like really understanding that I don't have to do, I'm working according to faith. With faith without works, it's impossible to please God. I'm not talking about that. But that if I really take me out the equation and understand how favor works, this is what favor will produce. Can I just read it to you how I wrote it this morning? And I just said it just like this. I said, we have financial favor. Woo! We have favor in our relationships. We have favor that brings increase. We have favor that's opening doors. We have favor that is promoting us. We have favor that's creating a supernatural blessing for us. We have favor that is turning things around. We have favor that is restoring and resetting us. We have favor and honor with our children. We have favor that is resetting things for us and bringing second chances. We have favor and honor. Uh, we, we have favor that is producing divine opportunities. We have favor that has swung the door wide open for everything promised to us. We have favor that brings us into the right relationships. We have favor that illuminates us. We have favor that causes to be a causes us to be a blessing. We have favor for our marriage. We have favor that pulls us into preferential treatment. We have favor that magnetizes us. We have favor with God and it's giving us favor with man. Ooh, come on, come on. And then one more thing the Lord gave me this morning. I just kept, I'm like, okay, Lord, and he just keeps bringing me into scripture because there's been some things that I have been facing in my life. And he just keeps saying the enemy that you have seen, <laughs> that you have seen, that you see today, you will not see anymore. That's Exodus 14 and 13. And this was when they were um, facing the Israelites. And this was the scripture that he gave me that backed up when I was writing out about favor. He says, Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. <laughs> it don't matter what you're seeing. It don't matter what happened. Don't, don't be afraid. Even if you are in a ceasing season of proofing, even if you are in a season of trials, even if you are a season learning to endure, even if you are in a season where God is growing you up, maturing you and teaching you how to be persevere, don't be afraid. Woo! Come on. Can you put that? Do not be afraid. He says, do not be afraid. He says, stand firm and you will see the deliverance. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for divine deliverance. Can I give you a definition? Y'all know how I feel about definitions. Can I give you a definition? You will see the deliverance. I'm going to put it in just the modern vernacular term. You will see the deliverance. Ooh, Lord, I thank you for delivering. I thank you for delivering. I thank you for delivering us. Ooh, you will see the deliverance. The deliverance is the action of being rescued or set free, the liberation, the release, the freeing, uh, the discharge, the emancipation, the redemption. You will see the deliverance. That's what he told him. He said, you're going to see, you're going to see the deliverance. Oh, Lord, thank you for delivering me. 
Thank you for delivering me. He said, you going to see the deliverance today. And then he told him, we, he said, the Egyptians that you see today, you will never see again. And the word that the Lord gave me was the enemy that you see today, you will never see again. The enemy that you see today, you will never see again. So if the Lord is speaking me to speaking that to me by the spirit today, guess what? I expect to be delivered. And then I expect that whatever has been an enemy against me or my household, my children, my generations, my bloodline, my mama, my ministry partners, I expect that we won't see it no more in Jesus name. Amen. I expect we won't see it. I don't expect it. Won't see it. That's Exodus 4, 14 and 13. Lord God, um, can we just praise Lord? Can y'all throw some hand praises up? Lord God, we bless your holy name. We thank you for a word that encourages, that uplifts us, that recharges us, that restores us, and that sets us on the path of righteousness for your name's sake. In Jesus name. Amen. Two things. It's Friday. Saturday, don't forget the prayer call. It's Friday. Two things. If the Lord places on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there. You can give right there. Um, you can um, you can give to Feed the Streets, or you can give to General Admins. It just, it's all on the website. All that we do is very parent in this ministry. Lord, bless the giving of your people. Thank you for multiplication and increase. Thank you that your face shines upon them. Thank you that you are giving seed to the sower. Thank you. You are overwhelming them with your goodness today. Thank you for seed time and harvest. Thank you, Father God, that in the same year they sow, that they will reap a return. Come on, y'all. In Jesus name. Amen. The last part. And we have Feed the Streets of 24. So maybe the Lord will speak to your heart and say, you know what? Let me sow an extra seed for Feed the Streets. We want to give more. We want to put more bags and more food out in the community. Um, last thing, but definitely not the most important. I will say it again again. Jesus changed my life. Jesus changed my life. And I ain't got it all worked out yet. But Jesus changed my life. And because Jesus has changed my life, I want to offer him to you. If you keep trying, how she keeps standing? Has she been through all she's been through and she keep getting up? It's Jesus. It's not Lakeisha. So I want to introduce you to the person that changed my life. And if you already feel the tug and pull, guess what? Hey, this is the time you get to make the decision to walk in faith. You got to acknowledge that you're a sinner. You got to believe that he died on the cross and was raised for your sin. And then you started with a confession of faith. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you pray that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, and we're going to send you some resources and materials. Yep, Feed the Streets is June 24th. Don't forget to pick up your copy of 30 Days of Prayer, and you can get that on the website, lmjministries.org. Um, people are tagging me in the books. It is crazy. Like People are reading the books and going, oh my gosh, I'm recommending it to friends. I'm not hype. I'm not trying to hype you up. I'm trying to tell you that there is something there's something that happens when we pray that doesn't happen when we don't pray. So there is something that happens when we pray that don't happen when we do pray. Thank you. I just put up the cash app. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. God loves you. Lady, prayer call. Prayer call. Listen, I hope to not retain y'all tomorrow. Last Saturday's prayer call was so wealthy that it didn't make sense, that the Lord admonished me to drop it in the Coffee and Conversations Ladies Bible Study Group. 
I don't know what's going to happen this Saturday. I'm believing God for immediately whatever he pours into me, I'm going to pour out on y'all. So go and get, thank you for that, Deidre. He said, it's an excellent book. Um, Go get, go come join us, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. I love you. God love you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience. My, they on here talking about you better be there, be there. That let somebody else experience the love of God through you. See y'all back next week. So see y'all Saturday morning on a prayer call. Love, peace, and blessings. Woo! Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, 